cliffcentral.com Fashion Lab on cliffcentral.com Welcome to the Fashion Lab and thank you for tuning in. My name is Lisa Gumba Regisford, your host, and on today's show we're going to be taking it easy Talking the morning after the fashion competition before, I know some of you are thinking, hmm, what morning after is this? Now, obviously, we know there's so many competitions that run across the globe when it comes to fashion design competitions. And sometimes, you know, you'd even lose track. I can't even tell you how many I've heard of, how many I know, but they consistently and constantly continue to run. And I'm sure that they also continue to benefit the applicants or the winners. And sometimes I say Africa is, it's a love-hate relationship. I mean, I'm an African child in love with Africa, but in Africa, I call it the Wild West, where you also have these competitions running. And sometimes you might just be told you will be going home with some gold, but you end up going home with sand. It happens. But, you know, you've got to be strong if you live in the continent. And I'm sure all of you would agree with that. Now, um, some of the competitions, obviously, uh, that you may have heard of, obviously, there's so many I can't mention all. But I just want to mention some of what's really going on, especially in the continent. You've got the SA Fashion Week um, Lufthansa, which obviously is just fresh in my mind because SA Fashion Week just went down. You've got PPC uh, Imaginarium, which is a fashion category lifestyle design competition, also open to students and young fashion designers designers as, as well as tailors, stylists uh, that have not really established themselves. Then you got Design in Daba Emerging Designers Competition, which is a program presented by Design in Daba and the Department of Arts and Culture, which provides support, education, mentoring for South Africa's future designers. Then you have Nigeria next up, Designer O, yeah? and that is also a designers competition aimed at promoting African inspired designs from Nigeria and fostering the promotion and development of aspiring Nigerian designers on the world stage. Another one that's quite interesting that we also ran into was the, uh, the African Fashion Star. And in this one, the contestants in the competition uh, been held in partnership with Fralane and the African Luxury Group and Edun compete for the chance to win a paid internship with the fashion brand Edun based in New York City. They take classes at a world-famous fashion school in New York City as well. Then you got Regional Competition. It's a fusion designed to give young Nigerians between the age of 18 and 30 with unique creative abilities a platform to then showcase their original works for a chance to most likely win amazing prizes and opportunities. This year, they're looking for exceptional in you know, individuals with a requisite skill to make the original team. Then you've got Abbey Design Experience, which is also an annual contest, uh, accessory capsule collections, traditional crafts. I could go on and on, but uh, I think I'm going to take a breather there because I do have uh, an interesting um, topic. Uh, and obviously we're going to be um, unplugging and unwinding with two very cool um, uh, guests who will also be able to give us a lot of insight um, around the morning after the night before the competition. <laughs> anyway, before I introduce our special guest today, we are going to be getting our dose of makeup and glam and beauty tips uh, through the Glam Up with Morag Stein, who will be glamming up the show later. We're going to also be joined by a New York contributor, Edgie Benson, who will also be joining in with his echoes from New York uh, later on the show. And then just a quick reminder to you who are tuned in probably for the first time, my favorite segment at the end of the show is called Who Would You Want to Dress and Why? Now, that is what I call my red glass of wine. Not just mine, I share it with everyone in studio. Don't be jealous. And feel free to share with us your who's and your why's at the end of the show. That is really our unwinding um, segment. It's very easy. It's very fun. And then you get to kind of pick these brains that have been so deep in other conversations and kind of get to know what they actually would love who they would love to dress and why keep your tweets coming we're at fashion lab af share with us some of your favorite um favorite uh say fashion competitions or design competitions not just in africa but across the world um i want to move straight into our special guest today uh without taking any more time now, we are joined by a South African designer who won the 10th annual Independent Handbag Designer Awards in the U.S. this year, walking away with one of the show's coveted awards. He won the All About the Logo by Guest Handbags category and will now be collaborating with the guest. I'm sure already collaborating with the guest handbag design team using his winning bag as an inspiration. What's even more commendable is obviously 40 finalists were in the running, selected from more than 1,500 submissions sent to five 
continents and 28 countries. Allow me to introduce to you guys South African designer Adrian Frustenberg to the Fashion Lab today. Welcome. Hello, Liz. Thank you so much for having me. Was that a beautiful intro or what? Oh, no, that was incredible. I must say, like, I mean, I, I'm going to keep you with me all the time. Like, if I want to introduce myself, Liz, over to you. Thanks. You know, better better what we could do because of technology. I'll just do a voice note and then you keep it in your pocket when they say, well, who are, so could you just introduce yourself and then you just play the voice note? So it's publicist in a pocket, yeah. just like that. Yeah. Okay, no, that's, and that's, that's just Liz that's bringing your intro. Okay, no, wonder. Now, on the flip side, because I gave you all that love, I need you to give us love by just sharing who you're wearing and what's inspiring the look today. My look today, okay, so um, I'm literally, um, I got this shirt on sale at H&M Fifth Avenue, New York. <laughs> uh-huh. Just because it's, um, I mean, I like plain colors, like, I mean, because, because working in fashion, like, I mean, you get, you get, um, ordained with all of these things, like, I mean, what to wear, what not to wear, where to go, what you do, like, I mean, it's got to work for during the day, then it's got to work for night. So I kind of stick to a little bit of texture, a little bit of, um, color, and well, today's just like black and white and gray, and then my yellow colored bag, so. That's hey, that's a pop of color. Just a pop of color. That's it's very what nice. Need, yeah. I love. It's a very easy, nice day in Johannesburg for those who are not here with us. And now I want to also, um, obviously introduce our other guest, um, on the show. Um, from young label heart and heritage, she uses fashion to reflect the confidence, independence, and style she wants her customers to feel when wearing her garments. Recently, the winner of SA Fashion Weekly Fanza first best collections. She treasures the beauty of traditional process of crafting a garment from concept. Her pieces are defined by a unique contemporary edge while still maintaining a wearable appeal. Allow me to welcome to the show Leslie Wita. Uh, Leslie, welcome. Hi. You're really good at introducing people. Th- thank you. Are you going de- to do, do you require a voice not to? No, you can also stay there. I'll keep oh. my pocket as well. <laughs> <laughs> Leslie, welcome to the thank show. You. And I enjoyed the, your collection as well from, uh, the SA Fashion Week, um, that just went through the autumn winter. You're wearing a beautiful piece. I don't want to talk about it. You're going to talk about it. So in return, could you just share what you're wearing thank and what's you. inspiring? So this is a, a dress I actually finished making yesterday. Today now I've been itching to wear it, so here we go. And uh, I always believe in wearing what you make, so I'm wearing what I've made, and uh, I love it so much. I think I'm going to put it into production and have it in my shop soon. So okay, and yeah. people might just be inspired. We're going to send a tweet on that yeah, as well. I, I, I did post it on Instagram. Oh, oh she's like, sorry, yeah. you, you're late. Okay, well, we'll retweet it and yeah, repost it. <laughs> so now I want to just go straight into the matters of at hand right now as we talk about the morning after. I mean, there's always so many expectations. People get into these fashion competitions. And some people think the the world will change. And for some of them, maybe the world will change. I don't know. Some of them, the world has changed. But I want to speak to both of you here. So I want to start with you, Adrian. Mm-hmm. Just take us through the process a bit from why or what inspired you to get into this competition and not the SA Fashion Week or the... I've spoken about so many other fashion competitions happening across the globe or just the continent as well. What is it that got you into just deciding I'm going to wake up. My name's Adrian and I'm getting into this competition and running with it. What, 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 let's talk about that. Well, you know what, Liz? Okay. I just wish that I woke up one morning and said, I want to <laughs> get into this handbag designer awards. Like it actually started 10 years ago when I finished my final year at the tech in Pretoria where I did textile design. And, um, and that's where I made my first handbag. I always wanted to be in the fashion industry, but chose textiles and went into accessories from there. So three years ago, I, did some research online, checking what was happening, where I can do these things, where I cannot do these things. Unfortunately, there aren't any accessory-focused um, competitions in South Africa or in Africa, for that matter. So, and I came across the Handbag Designer Awards held in New York City every year. So, I applied three years ago. It didn't get in. Applied last year. I didn't get in. And I thought, okay, cool. I'm going to give myself one more chance. And, like, I mean, I applied for three different categories, including guests, and um, which was a sketch-based one. And I got in. Like, I mean, that literally everything changed for me on that w- w- when I got the call from Emily. And, um, now, and things just turned around. Yeah. Now, now I want to talk about, before I come to Leslie, I want to talk about, yes, gosh, when you, apl- when you get into something like this, because one of the things I, I agree and I believe in is that our, t- our attitudes and perceptions of how we view ourselves play a big role in how we decide to do things and where we are in life today. You enter in this competition three times. Jeez, like, what were you doing? I mean, was there nothing else? What, what else was going on in you your really, life? You really, really <laughs> wanted, you really, really gonna get it. Wow. Like, I, mean, I think, you know, you, you know what, Liz, what happened was when I was, um, at my final year at the tech, I also applied for the Fushini Annual Design Awards. I mean, we're talking 10 years ago. And I got <laughs> in for that as well because I think you've got to use all opportunities that come your way if you want to really be successful in what you do. So whatever comes your way, if it's a good thing or a bad thing, like, I mean, to grab it, 
well, I want to say by the wall. By the heart. <laughs> that's what you got to do before it grabs you. So, um, and then just literally make the best of it. And I think with this competition, especially, like, I mean, you kind of feel a little insecure because it is a global competition. Like, I mean, it's from countries all over the world, including um, Spain and Italy and Thailand and Hong Kong, everywhere. Like, I mean, the United States, especially as well. And um, for a South African designer, I mean, mm-hmm. I really think that was a was a huge that achievement was for going myself. in with a with a ball, with the, the big horns. boys, yeah. No. The horns. Let's, <laughs> no, sure, let's yeah. find a different name. <laughs> going in with the legs. With the legs. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's very bold, and yeah. I want to just put a pause on there because I want to also just pick Leslie's mind as well. What attracted you, Leslie, into getting into the SA Fashion Week Lufthansa competition, which also obviously I'm sure a lot of people got in with hopeful. Mm. Um, Intentions to be able to win it and maybe move ahead. What inspired you to do that? Uh, as a, growing up in South, in Johannesburg, I knew that South African Fashion Week is the platform you have to associate yourself with if you want to make it big as a designer in South Africa. And I, when I started my business, it was one of my goals. I needed to get in there with SA Fashion Week and I saw the opportunity of the Lufthansa competition as my foot in the door. And so I just went for it with all I had to give and thank goodness I went which is amazing yeah so. but you sound like you, you know what's so funny you're like yeah I just went in and then I just got there and that was it and here <laughs> no, I well, li- it's a lot yeah, of hard work it, so. and it's it, like I said back to attitude because I'm just saying like I'm a person in my life as we sit here honestly I'm 38 years old and have never in my whole life gotten into any competition because my dad told me when I was growing up that if you are good and you stand out at what you do you don't need to compete obviously back to everyone's raised <laughs> But diff- everything is so different. We are wired so differently. And therefore, it doesn't mean that I'm scared, but I wouldn't get into any competition for anything. So I'm just saying you getting into a competition is, first of all, exposing yourself, putting yourself out there. And that just needs so much more strength and attitude and energy and and belief in yourself in such a special way. It does. But Absolutely. at the same time, the reward... So I could have just paid and done a fashion show. Yeah. <laughs> by by going in like this, it puts the risk there. Like, yes, if I, I could fail. But by winning it, I've, I've not only now done SA Fashion Week, but I've got that prestige behind me as well. So Now I want to talk, before I go back to Adrian, what is it? Also, obviously you win and then that's the first stage of it. What happened to you at that point? How did your life change or how did your fashion business change? Because I'm sure something changed, um, considering the fact that if you maybe could just first introduce what the package was for the winner or what they were offering for the winner and then how that changed your life. So even just getting into the top five for me, I'd in my mind already won. I, I've, when going in, I was like, if I can just make it into the top five because they get a show with Fashion Week. So that for me was amazing. But the actual prize that I won was a trip to Berlin Fashion Week. I attended every show. I traveled with uh, Joanne Strauss and Jackie May from Marie Claire as well as Annette Pringle of the Fashion Agents. So it was great networking with them as well. And how long were you there for? Uh, I was there for... A week and a half. Um, so I, I stayed for the fashion shows and then, then I did a few th- uh, days extra for myself as well because it's such a cool city. Um, and then I also won a really awesome Edgar's voucher, which I think I spent in like one hour. <laughs> what, how, how, what's the, what was the value? It was an 8,000 rand Edgar's voucher. And, uh, so you just went in and I just, just went in and I was called like, your four friends like and the said, everyone rush. fill up your yeah. baskets, let's go. <laughs> it was, Summer it was so and spring fun. and autumn and winter, <laughs> yeah, here we come. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, so Edgar's voucher. And, but I think the biggest prize of them all is it was the prestige and the elevation of my brand. Um, it just makes people take notice and you go from being, you know, just this, there's so many, there's so many brands out there of trying to make it and it just gives you that prestige behind your name. So that for me is definitely the, the best prize of all. So did you, were you like, wow, did your jaw drop when you were told, when you announced the winner or like, when? it was amazing. You're so cool. You're just like, yeah, I was announced the winner. Then we went to Berlin and then we came no, home. No, it was, inc- no, it was incredible. So it was actually my birthday the same day. So it was the best birthday present ever. And it was, I was, it was quite overwhelming to be honest, but it was amazing. And it's just to, you put in so much work behind the scenes. So to win is just such, such an honor. So Leslie, I want to jump back to you. <laughs> when you won, what happened to you at that point? Were you sweating? Did you, were you like, Oh yeah, this is the third time. Let's go three <laughs> strikes. Or were you just, 
What what happened to you? You know what? Um, what happened was okay. So I mean, I arrived in New York, and then the the awards were like I mean, three days after. So I was a little tired, like I mean, and absolutely bemused by the city because it's such an incredible place, as you would know. And um, so we got to the award ceremony, and um, there was another South African girl in as well for the same category as I was. Like, and so we met up and we had a chat and everything. It was a rather glamorous affair. And so we got into the. Into the area where they displayed all the bags, and I promise you, I went. I got so insecure. I literally, I felt so insecure. I was like, "Oh my god, everybody else is better than I am. What am I doing here? I just want to go back. Like this is just silly." I mean, like I mean, I think if you start out, like I mean, you know, like all of these insecurities do come and play. So then, as we went into the to the ceremony, like I mean, we all sat down, and I was like, "As an, oh, no, I really, I, I'm done with this. I don't want to be here anymore." Because I literally, that's what I felt like. I felt insecure. And then about. When they called our category, I was like, I don't know, something changed in me. I was like, listen, Adrian, I kind of had this little um, internal conversation with myself where I said, listen, you've really been putting in absolutely everything and more just to come to this point. And just like what Leslie has said as well, like, I mean, to be part of something like this is already a huge achievement. Like, I mean, that is massive. Mm. So when they called my name as the winner, like, I promise you, like, I mean, several thousand things were running through my head because like, oh, my God, literally each and every dream of mine has come true up until this point. Like, I mean, it's it's quite fascinating. It's it's incredible. Tell me, what did you do different? First of all, you guys haven't. I don't know how. Like, I mean, if something happened to me, I'd be like, my nose. I was sweating. I was like <laughs> shivering. They're like, call me. I started wobbling. What, what? What? There was no magic moment of of life. I think the whole the whole the whole experience was a magic moment. Like, I mean, since I got on the plane from here, everything but was the mad. Fact that you were the winner of that. You know what? Like, I mean, you know what? It's 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 a very interesting experience because it's several emotions that happens at once. Like, I mean, like as I said, like I mean, everything that you've worked for your whole life up until that point literally comes true in like like a couple of seconds and like i mean so when you walk onto the stage and you meet all of these grand people that like i mean hand you the award and everything like i mean you're incredibly elated because like it's an experience that i've never experienced before like it was it was it was it was amazing like i mean hearing your name like oh my god yes me no it was it was amazing tell me adrian what is it now obviously when you think about it later because it's funny how before the uh, winner is announced you've got just kind of like okay let's go let's hear mm-hmm. and then you get there then emotions start changing and then there is the magic moment tell me what is it when you thought about it because i'm sure before the winners announced maybe that's when you start having flashbacks of Mm-mm. what did i do did i or maybe while you're walking down the alley and seeing a lot of other dis- bags on display i don't know what your setup was mm-hmm. but you start thinking but then at the same time like you said you still had a moment where you kind of felt like you know what i've done Something phenomenal And that's I need to sit here Be focused And let's go with The next procedure Or let's go with The next proceedings Completely What, what did you do differently Because obviously A moment might have Hit you to remind you That there's something a special. What was your special Touch in your bag What did you do That made this piece you know what, what? like I mean, I mean earlier when you said like I mean, what I really liked was like I mean about having an attitude as in like I mean fashion is not just it's not just beautiful clothing or beautiful bags like I mean there is literally so much more that goes into it. So this year when I applied for the awards I was like okay cool I really really want this because I want to be one of the world's most famous handbag designers that is like what I want to be I want to be super successful beyond belief like I mean with my god-given talent and everything else. So I'm going to use each and every opportunity because as we know, opportunities don't really come your way. Like you've got to go out and look for them. So when I applied this year, I was like, okay, cool. What can I do? So when I submit all of my work that I know for a fact that I've given my absolute, absolute everything. So that's what I've done. So when I got to the award ceremony, like I'm traveling to New York and everything it was my first time there, which was amazing. Um, there's that moment of peace that you have like, I literally gave it all. Now it's in the hands of God. It's in the hands of other people. It's everything else. Like, I mean, m- I have done everything, everything up until can. this point. Mm-hmm. So now it's in somebody else's hands. And you know what? Like, I mean, when that happens, then you know for a fact, yes, I am, I'm, I'm great. I'm great because if other people like big brands such as Guess believes in me, mm-hmm. then, then I know I think I've got it. But you should already feel greatness when you're great. Right? Oh, most certainly. Yeah, yeah. Most certainly. Like there's a, I think there are, there, there are levels of greatness when it comes to that because, because as you would know, fashion is such a multifaceted industry mm-hmm. and yeah, it's an attitude. It's a lifestyle. It's, mm-hmm. it's much more than just clothing mm-hmm. and bags and accessories mm-hmm. and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Leslie, what was your special touch? What would you say would have made you really stand out when it comes? Cause obviously something yeah. really stood out. I think one of the criteria that they were looking for was, <laughs> a designer that could follow through after winning. So someone who had a business sense and the potential to grow their brand as a fashion business as, a, as opposed to just this up-in-the-air, cool. very creative oh. label. 
So um, I've started a, a concept store in Melville called Convoy, which I share with um, six other amazingly talented local designers. And I think that that concept that I founded of working together instead of just competing with other designers definitely made me stand out as well. It's one of the... It's it's beautiful. Now, you know, <clears throat> as we're having this conversation, I want to roll over to Edgy Benson with his Echoes from New York. Um, Edgy is one of our contributors who runs a fashion services company based in New York and has worked with big fashion houses such as Vera Wang, Chloe, Bill, Bla- Bill Blass, Kate Spade, stores like Harrods, London, Saks, Colette Paris, across the U.S., Europe and Africa since 2004. Edgy, welcome to the show. Thank you, Liz. <laughs> it's nice to... To join you. And uh, before you join us sleekly, what are you wearing? <laughs> <laughs> you know, he tries, he today, tries to be sleek. <laughs> today, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be creative again. Maybe not too creative. I'm wearing a skinny jeans as usual, but it's not diesel. <laughs> before you tell me diesel, no, it's not. It's Ari. It's a, it's, it's a small Italian brand. It's a new like. one. <laughs> mm-hmm. And... Uh, a crochet overcoat. It's cold or getting cold in New York. Yeah. Well, <laughs> welcome to the show again. I'm sure you've been um, in the loop of what we are talking about um, as we have this conversation with Leslie and Adrian around the morning after the competition before. Um, what are some of your echoes so far as we continue to uh, engage on this? No, I think I'm, I'm, very, I'm really proud. Um, I mean, I, I want to congratulate both Adrian and and Leslie, I think it's really huge, especially to be from Africa and to go out there and compete and be noticed, you know? Thank you. Uh, well, thank you. That's everything. a huge compliment. <laughs> notice is everything in the industry. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's what attracts people to you and what, I mean, what creates the curiosity that you need or your brand needs, you know? And I, I think there's so much innovation. I, to be honest with you, looking at Adrian's bag, for a minute, I, I didn't think much of it, but, <gasps> but then when you settle down and look at it, <laughs> when you settle down and look at it, there's so much intricacies to it that, you know, you can understand the depth of the thoughts. We, we almost had a heart attack in here, but, <laughs> but then you finished nice, so we, we are cool. No, no, because I'm just talking about my first reaction. Yes. And I'm sure mm-hmm. Adrian felt the same way when he looked at the bag and thought, oh, my God, everyone seems to put in so much. So I think it's when you look at the depths of the thoughts, you know, the way the lines crisscross, just the positioning of the, the, the logo, everything, just that bag is consummately thought of. Wonderful. Yeah. Thank you so much. You know what it's interesting because when it comes to accessories and bags and those type of things, like, I mean, one thing that I really live by, actually um, famous words by Richard Branson was um, – you should never kill something to prove that it was alive. And that's exactly what I wanted to do in this bag was because a brand such as Guess, like when you buy a bag, like, I mean, you kind of, like, I mean, you will change your outfit, like, I mean, what, what 17 <laughs> times a week or a day. Okay. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> um, but your bag, you can't change all the time. So it's got to be kind of like a signature piece that, like, I mean, works with your personality, but also, like, I mean, has a function. So it can't be too crazy. It can't have too many things and detail and stuff on it. But when you look at the actual design, like you said, like, I mean, the crisscross with the lines, like, I mean, that reinverts the logo and everything else, like, there are a lot of small little details that you do pick up when you look at it closely yeah Can, it's, it's, it's yeah it's really cool i i really love it thank you i, I just want to just quickly while we are on adrian's bag this is also your bag right yeah can you just tell us what are some of your um sort of your what's your signature some twang of my to, signature. Yeah. Should, should i get the bag yes maybe yeah, get it yeah, but, yeah. but it'd be nice to just hear what it is because <laughs> i love that quote i'm gonna steal that too and start using it you don't have to kill something to, <laughs> to, to prove quote, that it, it was, was alive, alive. <laughs> okay cool I, I mean okay for example first my, my, my brand name is adrian firstenberg which is my name and then you will see this detail over there Basically, when I started out, like, I mean, bags are always the first thing that goes in a bag are always the handles and the lining. So I made sure that I work in something else that basically re-strengthens everything about it. So, well, in the normal other bags, like, I mean, you will see that this detail goes through and that is actually then attached to the handle. So that I make 100% sure that the handles wouldn't go and that actually became part of the design aesthetic. And then, such as myself, like, I might look like a little bit plain on the outside, but I'm way colorful on the inside. <laughs> that is exactly what I do in the lining as well. So if you you look at it like it's wow. like it's really it's a massive amount of color so wow. it kind of like it depicts everything african it um 
um, in wraps all of the seasons, everything. And I also make sure that it's some of the best um, fabric around because it would not tear. Like, that's, <laughs> that's my worst. Like, I mean, you're looking for your, your keys or something. And, and it's, like, it's and gone the, under yeah, the exactly. lining. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I make sure that that doesn't happen. So, I mean, that's definitely part of my signature is my, my bright and colorful lining. It's beautiful. Mm. Thanks, my love. Edgy? No, it's, We've also no, got. It's a lovely, I, I mean, go ahead. Oh, no, what were we saying? I was just saying we, you can go ahead. We've also got Leslie in the house as well, who's the South Africa Fashion Week Lufthansa um, winner. Yeah, I, I, I've, I've looked at, at her. I mean, I saw, I saw um, what she did too, and you know, all around, it's just, it's just great to see the recognition of Ta. I mean, I think Leslie's work is to, to, to win the competition. It's not easy. I, I think it's very competitive, and for her vision to come out and be noticed, it's 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 a beautiful thing. I think there's just so much design depth in the in the in, in the in, in, in the continent. You know, it's just now it's how we go to the next steps. How we can how somebody like Leslie can you know monetize. Um, mm. This, this award that she won, you know, monetize the, the recognition, not just monetize, like in, in a way of making money. I mean, that's good too, but mm. in helping propel others to, to follow suit, you know, and to, to not doubt themselves so much because I think the design language is there. Mm. It's just us articulating it. I just think, just to add on to that, that I just think we should be making money. If we're not making money, we should go home. Seriously, because I'm, I'm tired. It's like, how long can we just sit and say it's beautiful? Like, it's enough is enough now. So, yeah. really, I think if any designer out there is out there hustling and, like, you're like, oh, but it's normally beautiful, it's great. But if you're not making money, like, seriously, go take a holiday, go to Mauritius, go change your career. <laughs> because time, it's about time. I'm if you're not making tiring. money, you can't go to Mauritius on holiday. Well, maybe no, then talk to your friend. Or talk to Edgy. I don't know. Talk to Lufthansa. Maybe we can talk to <laughs> Leslie to hook up yeah. a Lufthansa ticket for someone to go and have a, yeah. a brainstorm session. But, you know, for those who are tuned in, this is the Fashion Lab. And this is uh, the lab where we dissect the business behind fashion. We're on here every Thursday, 2 to 3 Central Africa time. And we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear what your thoughts are. We'd love to hear, especially if you're in the continent and you complete or you make a part of the value, the fashion value chain, you obviously are part of who we are talking to or who we are talking with. And we'd love to hear your thoughts. We obviously want to grow as an industry. We want to make sure we are developed. We are developing uh, this baby and we are no longer just talking about beautiful things because we already agreed that if there is no money coming, surely... Leslie's tired, Adrian's tired, Edgy's tired, I'm tired, everyone's tired. We should then just go to Lufthansa, to, no, to Mauritius via Lufthansa. Do they even fly to Lufthansa? So, you know, keep, yeah, keep your tweets coming. We're on Fashion Lab AF. Share with us some of your thoughts. Um, I want to just, uh, jump back to Adrian. Um, your expectations when you won. You know how sometimes mm-hmm. you sit, um, when you're behind the fence and you're told you're going to that promised land, sometimes you sit behind the fence and you think, oh, is that where you're going to get like, uh, you know, pineapples falling all over the place mm-hmm. and bananas jumping on you? And <laughs> I don't know, like everyone have their own expectation and draw their own sort of image and, and, and what they actually expect. What you expect, what she expects is different. What I expect is different. When you're on the other side of the fence, when you finally won this competition, Adrian, what did you, what happened? Were your expectations met up to now? I mean, it's since June. Mm-hmm. Up to now, do you feel like you actually, is it overrated? Is it actually, uh, what was the expectation? If you can give me three highlights since winning the competition when it comes to what you've been able to receive back out of your um, out of the experience over there, you know what? Like, I mean, because it's a, an enormous brand such as Guess, which is which is global. Like, I mean, they are they are huge. So the thing is, in the fine print, it says that the the winning bag might be falling part of their collection. So I've I've been in communication. Did they with say them. might or will? Might like so, so. So it's not a definite because it all it's all dependent on trends and whatever not else is happening. So the thing is, we are in discussion for it to be introduced into the holiday collection. So, but but it's not confirmed as yet. So I will know sometime early next year if that's going to happen. If that does happen, then I'll be going to either Los Angeles or to their design team in Italy and then we'll be collabing to make sure that everything happens accordingly but you know what the beautiful thing was like I mean for for reaching that international status to be affiliated with that brand was what happened in South Africa I mean incredible amounts of publicity that I got like I mean the trust level of in me as a designer 
um, literally shot up tremendously. So I think my expectations were more than met. Like, I mean, um, when when I meet people who are, who I know or they kind of know my story and how long I've been in, how long I've been doing this, it really is amazing to see because now you're trusted. You are like, I mean, you're like a thought leader in that department. So yeah, and the beauty is, like, I mean, with myself as a human being as and as a business person, it's um. Now I can't get complacent. Now I've got to be better than what I was in June. Like I mean, and that's quite tricky because you can't ride on this way forever. Like I've got to like I mean, work on a hell of an amount of new stuff that I'm working towards. So February, there's going to be some really really exciting stuff happening. So um, like I mean, I'll definitely keep you up to date. I'm not allowed to say just as yet, but I mean, there's some really cool stuff happening. And when it comes to expectations, like I mean, that's a very 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 interesting term because usually. Um, you can get so disappointed when you have expectations. So rather drop all expectations and raise your own values. Because I mean, if you, if you really value yourself as a designer, as a, as a technician, as a, as a, as a, as a leader in your industry, when you value yourself, like, I mean, your work will automatically become like, I mean, first class. So that's, that's what I like live by is literally that's, have that's, no expectations that's, that's and rather, rather, um, focus on your values. But you're happy. You feel like the experience oh, elevated <laughs> you to more than or to beyond no, what you may have even thought. Or just you know, like you know, what, you know what the, the beauty of this is like. I mean, I've really I've put in hard work. Like I mean, to give you a bit of background as to who I am. Like I mean, I grew up. My dad was a farmer. My mom was an aerostress. So those are two complete different worlds apart. My dad didn't want me to do fashion design. I was like, and I had to fight as a little kid, and I had to fight as a student. As in, like, I mean, how am I how am I going to get into this industry? So when I when I took this award, it wasn't just great design. It wasn't just great design. It really was like I mean, me putting all of my efforts in to make sure that I produce something that is of an international standard, and um, and take the award. Because that now puts me in the next phase of the next chapter of Adrian's life as a designer. So, um, yeah, I'm pretty excited, a little bit scared about the future. I think we all should be. Mm-hmm. Uh, have a, a little, little bit. have a little bit of fear because that kind of like, I mean, keeps you at bay mm-hmm. and uh, make sure that you produce your best. It's beautiful. Now, Leslie, yeah, Leslie, what are you, what are you, I mean, does where you are currently smell like where you thought you would be after receiving? First prize for that because obviously you also gave us some of your experience highlight highlights. But are you have you ever thought sat down when you introspect and just thought, could I just you know? Because there's people who genuinely are like, why did I even waste my time? <laughs> Is this something that you feel has really got so much more value and has really put you in a place beyond? Or no, for me it was absolutely worth it and definitely not a waste of time. Uh, I mean, I, like I said, I was just happy getting into the top five and doing a show. As an emerging <laughs> designer, that's huge. So, but uh, it definitely exceeded my expectations. I met so many incredible people who have helped me in my business. I got incredible marketing out of it. Um, it elevated my brand. And, you know, I'm not just some designer doing the shows. I'm an award-winning designer. So it's, Ooh, you can't, yeah, you can't, <laughs> <laughs> you can't, you can't, that's something you can't buy. So, <laughs> so it's like, honey, yeah, honey, award-winning. Yeah, it is what you make it. Like you could okay. just go out and be like, oh, well, it's over now. What do I do now? But you know, if, if you go out there and you have that behind you and you use that for your benefit, then then it's definitely worth it. So no, absolutely, I agree with that. Yeah. Wow, Edgy, is there yeah. any way that I mean, I know I'm a bit late, but is there any competition kind of that we can <laughs> come up with so I can also be an award-winning? <laughs> I'm not absolutely. just I a designer. I'm publicist of the year, <laughs> publicist in the pocket. Plenty, but you know, I do have um, this like a really intriguing point from listening to both of them, and I do, I do want to like ask them both a question, like. Having been outside, being an award winner, which I'm so proud of you guys. Thank but you. how do you, how do you how have you found I mean, how has this affected you know how like when you're thinking of a collection, you have an inspiration board, you know, like in your mind or on, uh-huh. on, on your on your wall. I mean like your experience having won an, this awards and having had like an implicit idea of how how big you might be yourselves, how has this affected or refines your inspiration board how i mean how are you thinking now you go should i go first okay cool no, thank you thank you for that question you know what i mean because now all of a sudden you're linked to an international name like such as new york which is which is which is fashion forward um instantly um the world or people around you like i mean their expectations are enormously high so the thing is so you as a designer mm-hmm. then you've got to adhere to 
what can I do that first and foremost, like, I mean, levels me as a designer for myself? What do I believe in? What is my aesthetic and what I want to achieve? But then also, like, I mean, your consumer, are you satisfying their needs? So when it comes to the inspiration board, like, I mean, that is, I mean, to me, that is a massive part of my, of my design process is, is to literally be as prepared as possible because fashion changes incredibly quickly in our, in, in our, in our, on our planet mm. nowadays. So, um, mm. to make sure that I have the latest trends, the latest colors, the latest this, the latest that, but to kind of fine tune it to still not lose my identity. So I think that is, that's what it comes down to for me. Mm. For, for me, it was that I'm on the right track that because I won the award, it was just a confirmation that mm. I'm doing the right thing. So it hasn't actually changed my design at all, the way I go about it, doing it, it's just given me more confidence that I'm doing the right thing. But I think mm. also just to add on to that is when you went to Lufthansa and went to Fashion Week, did it also maybe just a bit, just a little bit influence your way of how maybe you process this or, or nothing? No. You just got in, you just I think it's just enjoyed it's given it, me confidence, you, yeah, so that I'm on the right track. I, I, I mean, I'm influenced by so many different things from when it comes to designing, so... Yeah, I wouldn't say it's influenced my design, but it's just given me the confidence to make to move forward. Yeah, yeah just to move forward and make it even greater. So, Le- yeah, that's me. Um, Leslie, where do we see the future for Heart and Heritage? So, Convoy and Melville is my shop, and it's my baby, and I'm hoping to grow that. We want to open more stores, um, launch online. Um, that's my main outlet for Heart and Heritage, but. If I'm really dreaming big, I really want to take it overseas as well. I want to do something international. So. But, but there's no limitations. So there's, there's no, no limitations. Ifs. So no. it just mm-hmm. means that and, and the when. Yes. yes. No, right. And when. No. Wow, I love the language here. I love the language. <laughs> it's, such a, it's such a good vibe here. I feel like, oh my gosh, this is c'est so. Yeah, c'est incroyable, c'est ça. <laughs> J'adore. J'adore. I don't know what you're saying. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let me, let me flip it back to Edwin. Edwin, where do we see? the future of okay, Adrian. You know what? Okay, cool. What, what, like what I told you earlier, next year, February, around that time. Okay, f- let me backtrack a little. I wanted to launch a collection now in September, but then I've been chatting to, to, to agents both in London, Paris, New York, and Hong Kong. And the best thing for me is like, I've got to produce a, a product that is of an incredible quality. So the thing is, the sample collection is my process at the moment. Like, I mean, it's cr- really quite an interesting and a bit of a sad, intense um, procedure. So <laughs> come February next year, I'm going to produce a small collection. Well, with stock, like I'm mean, being built, like I mean, on a monthly basis that I want to, like, I mean, sell via boutiques, um, both in all of those countries that I've mentioned, as well as online. I think online is the best way for mm-hmm. me to go because you don't have to try on a bag. Like, I mean, it's not as if like, am I size 32, am I size 34? Like, you really, you can see, like, I mean, what size of the bag is. And I mean, the marketing and stuff that you can do on a digital platform is massive. So my, um, <clears throat> My goal is incredibly high. Like, I mean, I really want to, like, go as far as possible because my thinking behind that is, like, say, for example, even if I get halfway there, it's still hell of a far. So that's, so, so that's basically my thinking behind it. I love it, guys. You know what I want to do, um, Edgy, while you're hanging out there with us? I just want to roll over to Morag Stein, who's our internationally accredited beauty consultant and makeup artist coming to us uh, with her Glam app. Um, so let's just glam up a bit. This is not the glass of red wine, guys. They're looking at me very different. That's just before the wine because we still have to get glammed up before the wine. So we're just going to plug in um, roll over to Morag Stein. I'm so sorry I couldn't be in studio to join you all today. Let's get straight into it. So the beautiful um, color of the week, or as known, the lipstick color of the week, I've actually chosen a beautiful gloss for this week. Um, It's from the Essence range of cosmetics. I'm sure most South Africans are very familiar with the brand. Um, And it's actually a German brand um, that started in Frankfurt, and it's still, you know, manufactured there. And it's the Triple XL Long Lasting Lip Gloss, and it's a matte lip gloss. I know it sounds crazy to think, because normally, obviously, a gloss is very glossy on the lips. But, you know, this range is really fantastic. Um, It's sort of matte textured on the lips, um, and it keeps your lips very hydrated, similar to what a, a normal gloss does. So, yeah, those are, are really amazing at the moment. Um, you know, with me being on the go all the time, it's often difficult to really put on an amazing lip color, 
you know, touch it up with a lip liner, etc. So these are great to just keep in your handbag. Um, great if you're running from meeting to meeting or client to client. Really great. And they come in a variety of colors. Um, so the color that I've um, actually that I'm loving at the moment is um, number six. And it's called it's Soft Nude. Um, and it's almost like a brownish pinky nude. So it's really complimentary on my skin tone. Um, and I know, Liz, that I have actually used it on you before, funnily enough. Um, and it's just a really beautiful, you know, soft, natural lip color. So this week we're going into Glam Rocks. And of course we know it does. Um, I'm going to go deep into the latest crystal craze. Um, and I also just really want to share sort of a personal experience that I've been going through. So I've been doing um, some crystal healing and just really um, getting more in touch with sort of, you know, the, the healing properties that these stones have. Um, and, you know, it's strange that we, we often are faced with them um, and, you know, they're coming in jewelry now. You often walk in even shops like La Vista, like Shawaski, it is all crystal based. And we often just buy these beautiful stones in jewelry and not realizing what we're actually buying or, you know, what we're actually putting on our bodies. And strangely enough, I've been sort of, you know, doing a bit of research, going on a course um, and sort of learning more about the properties of crystals. And listen, whether you believe in it or not, um, I can tell you now that it, it really is real. Like these crystals come from the earth. Um, you know, it's it's a bit of a spiritual thing as well, but they really do have energies um, and they can actually affect how we behave and how, you know, um, they've used for ages of years, they've used crystals to cure, you know, headaches, migraines, stomach bugs, um, aches and pains. They're great for arthritis, those kind of things. So I just want to kind of... Um, you know, go into things like why these glam rocks really do rock um, on Glam Up today. And, you know, the latest crystal craze. So this is a worldwide crystal craze. Um, and I think it's something that we can all relate to. So there's actually this um, dance studio in Los Angeles um, where a lot of celebrities are starting to go for crystal meditation sessions. Um, and basically... Um, you know, the each stone offers um, a person a different experience. So the properties of which um, dictate the evening's theme, actually, at this event. Um, and it's anything, you know, a stone, if we look at, like, they can develop self-love, um, transforming negative energies, um, you know, all these different things. And you'll actually find that, you know, once you start sort of experiencing with these stones and doing a little bit of, research how they can actually heal so of course um they're not familiar familiar um you know and we want to start calling it holly weird because we're seeing a lot of celebrities that are actually using crystals in their jewelry using more and more crystals on their costume designs etc even designers are starting to really you know venture into this um and you know it's a really sort of a fresh crop of healers that are starting to generate um into this and designers, collectors, um, they're really making them stylish. Um, and even though if they're not socially acceptable, either way, there is really great energy going into, you know, making a garment, say with rose quartz, for instance, which is very popular for a very loving healing energy that it gives off. And that's actually, if you're buying a garment with these stones on, that's actually the energy that you're portraying out there. So they're really sort of, you know, beneficial um, in just giving out positive energy or crystalline power, as they say. Um, you know, and I can totally understand when people are like, where did you get this information? Or, you know, how do you know? Obviously, I've been doing a lot of research. I've experienced it myself. My whole apartment is literally covered in crystals and, you know, stones. And I've really felt like sort of the energy that they give off. Um, you know, and it goes as far back um, as from the Native Americans um, who sort of used turquoise um, or the tourmaline stone as a protector aid. And then, of course, the Chinese value jade, um, which cures everything from blood purification to generating abundance in our lives. And, you know, these stones, there's more than like, I can't even tell you, like a million different types of stones, literally. Um, and then they also just sort of, we, you know, we're going through like, how do these generate energy, etc. Obviously, they come from the earth. So, you know, they're there millions and millions of years ago. And then how they're sort of getting into the beauty industry um, is really skilled at capturing the zest of all of this. 
And um, the, the market or the beauty market or industry really taps into these deepest desires. So when a trend starts like this crystal craze, you know, being in cosmetics and that, you also need to sort of follow these trends. So um, the world has almost rediscovered spiritualism as well, and so have cosmetics. Sops um, have grown full of chakra sprays, magical language, um, you know, sort of makeup tutorials. Um, and you're looking at brands like Urban Decay, which is actually bringing out um, a palette, like an eyeshadow palette, that is actually called... Um, it's called Moon um, Moonchild, um, and it really, you know, you think like, where do these names come from? And this is where they actually come from. That, um, you know, it's all these brands working with healing crystals on a daily basis, um, and you know, they've discovered the effectiveness of the energies, and that's why certain things are called after crystals, which is quite, you know, it's really interesting. Um, and there's also um, Anastasia from from Hollywood that's brought out a beautiful. Um, eyeshadow range as well um, and hers is called like the the mystical uh, magic shadow for instance um, and every shadow in the palette actually has a name of a crystal and the colors are very similar to the actual you know the natural stones resemblance so it's really quite amazing how you know these things are coming into the industry and also um, you know when we look at Lush Cosmetics which is I mean as you know it's one of my favorite brands it's um, you know, animal cruelty free, um, all natural products and whose word of mouth marketing has really captured the brand of crystal healing and of, you know, all using these stones and that. And they have products sort of like um, misty, toasty bath melt and, you know, all of these things. And Neome Cosmetics is really involved in, you know, sort of bringing crystal colors in and all of that. So, yeah, I just love to... Um, it's awesome for me to be able to share that, you know, with everyone and what an impact it's making. So there's models like Cara Delevingne, um, singers like Madonna, who are notorious for wearing crystals or gems around, you know, their necks, around their jewelry and that. So I'm going to be sharing um, quite a lot of stuff, you know, quite a lot of information on all my social media platforms after the segment um, or after the show today um, to really just sort of, you know, I want to share my knowledge and... Um, share this amazing thing with everyone. And it's really, you know, it's not only for women. So all the men who are listening, knock, knock, like this is for you as well. Um, yeah, so you can follow me on all social media platforms at Stain. That's M-O-R-A-G-S-T-E-Y-N. That's me over and out. Back to my glam rocks. <laughs> There you go, guys. Uh, anyone using crystals? Thank you, Morag, for the glam up. I just want to see, uh, finish the last part of it before, uh, now that you're not with us here. But anyone in, on crystals? Or? Not we, really. s- I, we sell them in Convoy. The, we sell oh, crystal, crystal jewelry from Black Betty. She's but, a Cape Town designer and she sells rose quartz, moonstone, and she actually, Every time you buy a piece from her, it comes with a little card explaining what the power of the stone oh, is. Oh, nice. So she actually mm. also just informs the consumer yes. so they're not just buying what they think are cute yeah. stones. Yeah, you know, precisely. It's very cool. It, ma- it makes good gifts as well because then if you're buying a stone that kind of reflects the person you want to give it to, it's quite a sweet yeah, message. Like a birthstone. So, every, yeah. Every it's I was, very cool. I was in Madagascar two weeks ago and like Madagascar's got like a whole variety of different stones like the tumulins and um, jades and everything else. And it was quite amazing because we went into one of the little stores and like I mean, the woman explained exactly how like I mean how they were mined and everything else. And it's such a beautiful story because they do have like I mean either high or low vibrations which makes a massive difference because you will think that it's just an adornment like I mean to, to, to mm-hmm. look beautiful or whatnot but mm-hmm. actually does have those healing properties which I think is mm. it's quite amazing Edgy I, I don't think I didn't see any crystals in your house are you using them or <laughs> oh, no. are you, are you th- okay cool no pressure for <laughs> well, us no, no pressure <laughs> <laughs> no pressure for us, Edgy. We'll catch up when we do. I know I'm on Swarovski, but I don't know if it has the same impact as the other stones, but I'm sure we'll, we'll catch up with it. Um, I just want to, uh, wrap up this, uh, beautiful show today. I want to thank you all for your contribution, just for joining us in and just helping us really shed some more light on this. A lot of people say, Oh, what's the point of getting into this competitions when yeah, all they say is this and then they do that. And <laughs> it's nice when people can actually, uh, maybe tune in later also and just join us on this conversation and get to hear your insight, your experiences and what those competitions or winning the competitions have done for you so far. Um, Edgy, thank you for joining us as well. I want to just quickly, uh, Leslie, how can our listeners connect with you? 
Um, I, you can find me on Instagram, Heart and Heritage, Facebook, Heart and Heritage, Twitter, Heart underscore Heritage, and you can come find my range at Convoy in Melville, the Bamboo Center. Uh, I also sell through the space in Rosebank and on Zando. Fantastic. And uh, our lovely Adrian. Well, everything like as in like Adrian Furstenberg, um, F-U-R-S-T-E-N-B-U-R-G. And um, like, I mean, you can follow that name on Facebook and Twitter as well as on Instagram. And then I have a website, which is adrianfurstenberg.com, which will be available. To, we'll have sales online from next year, February. So you can follow me on social media for all of that. Fantastic. All of you guys heard it. Edgy, do you just want to share where we can follow you on Twitter, at least something? <laughs> <laughs> Um, you can find me on, on Twitter at AG Benson and, and the same for Instagram, AG Benson. And you can find my company anyway at, at anyway on Facebook. Okay, fantastic. So now we are going straight to our glass of wine. It's going to be very quick when you're going to talk, but we are starting with uh, Adrian. Adrian looks like the guy who wants to start today. What, what, who would you want to dress and why? Who would I want to dress and why? Oh, mm-hmm. goodness. Um, let me just think. Like, okay, maybe I, should, maybe I want to dress myself today. Uh-huh. <laughs> why <laughs> is that? I mean, no, because, I mean, you guys look like really, really, really cool. I mean, I've got this like little black and white number on. <laughs> and it's you you still look cool. You're you. Do you like it? It's, it's just me. Like I kind of like um like I was thinking about it, like I mean Fashion Lab Africa. Okay, it's it's on radio, so I don't really have to worry. Like I mean, if it was no, TV, we tweeted <laughs> and we take up the videos so, and we don't don't lie. Because I really hope my kid. Because I mean, like just by looking how gorgeous you two girls look, I really want to like. I mean, I want to dress myself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Um, uh, Edgy, who would you want? No, let's start with Leslie. Leslie, Leslie, oh. who would you want to dress? Well? Uh, I actually at the fashion show I got to dress. My mom, who is the most humble, down-to-earth person ever, who couldn't care less about fashion, and uh, it was—I felt like I was doing an extreme makeover. It was amazing. <laughs> I was like so excited. So, so you want to dress your? Mom. I got to dress my mom, which was really great. So you want to dress your mom today? Yes, and okay. also, I mean, I think on the last, the, the you, we, I did this on the last time I interviewed with you, and it's the same. I want to dress people who feel like they need a boost in their confidence because my clothes are so wearable on different body shapes. So, you know, someone who doesn't really feel great about themselves, they can put on one of my garments and I can guarantee it will make them feel beautiful. So, yeah, that's my customer and who I like to dress. Beautiful. Edgy, who would you want to dress and why? Well, I want to dress a ton of girls in Leslie's slashed, uh, sashed, Shots, I think they are really Yay. cool. <laughs> yes. And I want it back from Edren. Well, Edgy always wants to Ed- dress the guests because he can then get products <laughs> from them. Go, Edgy. You know, Edgy, I'll, be, I'll, be, I'll be in the United States in November again for Thanksgiving. So, so maybe we can yeah. hook up. I'll make an York, excuse so. to come there as well. That'll be brilliant. Yeah, let's have, let's have a, that'll be amazing. Okay, so to, today, I know I've done it before, but it was last year, April, but I want to do it again. So today I want to dress Naomi Campbell, uh, mm. our Sasha Fierce Naomi, because she is, she's, she's my muse. And it's not, I'm not cliche. The, your muse and everyone else's muse is never mine. So when I tell mm. you it's my muse, I'm like, seriously, she is, she's I would a, love to put her in a Liz O piece and, um, Paint the city red or blue, whatever we decide that <laughs> she, she night. She made like a star appearance now at Paris Fashion Week, wasn't it? I think she she actually came out for one of the shows, which was pretty amazing. Very cool. No, I love her. She's yeah. amazing. And girl, black don't that black no oh, crack. No, no. <laughs> that black Never. ain't cracking too. But guys, it's been so beautiful. Um, and I hope Liz. to our listeners who have tuned in that you know you can join us on Twitter and continue the conversations on Fashion Lab AF. We are also on www.fashionlabafrica.com. This is how we do every Thursday. Peace and love until next week. Thank you. So Thank much, you Liz. so much. Thank you. <laughs> Fashion Lab on cliffcentral.com. Cliffcentral.com.